0: enemy that we have to somehow uh, overcome and dominate that that runs counter to the idea of a relationship.
1: Right. I mean thinking about what you said about you know if you my woman or she's your man or whatever, why are we in competition with each other? Let's <laughs> put this together. We got a table, you get a chair, I get a chair, and we put whatever is in the middle and we go from there. You're Instead right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gotta be and you know be in comp you know competition with you because your success is her success and her success is your success that's what it's supposed to be
0: ideally right if right. if your if your relationship is grounded on a foundation of cooperation and, and and interdependence and and is a symbiotic relationship right one in which everyone has opportunity to 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 be able to thrive and 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 gain from it but again it seems as though um, that's not that's not where a lot of people are right um it's it's also interesting too because when we think about even the demographics around around marriage and we see the trend lines for african-american or black folks going down we see that with all americans but we see a more precipitous decline with with black folks or or african-americans and i think what's happening is generationally in days gone by, you know, we talked about this in previous, previous shows, but in days gone by, people saw marriage as the beginning of their lives together. And from that point, they would build. Right. So we have people who came together and they didn't have a table. Right. But they, right. Were, they would get married and they would build the mythical or theoretical table together.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: but now what we have from a generational standpoint is a situation, a scenario where People are much more likely to say, "Okay, well, I'll individually go and build my table. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my partner has a responsibility and obligation to go and build her table. And -hmm. at the point in time, we have two completely finished and and, uh, assembled tables. We'll then put those two things together. We'll meet at at the altar. And life is such that it's really, really difficult to ever have a completely assembled table. Like you're never really ready to get married. I've been married for 14 years. And even if you told me everything that I know now, the day before I got married, I still wouldn't have been ready. There's still all kinds of work that has to happen. There's still all kinds of compromise that has to happen. Life is going to come at you. And if you aren't committed to The the cooperation. If you aren't committed to the compromise, if you aren't committed to the partnership, um, life is such that it's just going to chew you up and spit you out. And and if you're trying to do that, if you're trying to do that in the context of a relationship, but you're doing it as an individual, you've got zero chance. Because it's tough enough if you actually are cooperating, right? But what we have is situations, scenarios where we have individuals masquerading as if they're in a collective partnership but they're still operating as individuals there is no coming together because they're constantly looking at the other side of the table to see how much are you bringing to the mythical or the proverbial table um and and they're counting right like one for you one for me one for you one for me and so on and so forth so there is no cooperation there is no mutual benefit there is no symbiotic relationship there is no partnership it's uh it's two sort of independent contractors who simply just share the same space right um I'm and that doesn't
1: getting, happen i don't want to get lonely yeah <laughs> That's it. yeah
0: I'm- yeah or or somebody somebody that's a, a a sex partner you know what i mean like you share no. space with them and you all you all swap dna from time to time you know what i mean but but there's no real partnership there's no real intimacy there's no real connection and um, that has all of the trappings of a failed relationship in the making
1: right now I know they probably get ready to get mad at this part of the show because here's a Kevin Samuels clip right here (laughs) he's coming in now
0: I'm talking about
1: solid 9.8 did you hit it she says she's a solid
0: 9.8 Being pretty is not enough
1: for a lot of
0: men because I'm
1: pretty and I'm still famous. So, what do you want? I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I really don't know what I want because these men, they don't know what they want. A lot of men don't know what they want to do. Mm-hmm. You said again? 33. 33. So, regardless as to what men want, you don't know what you want? I mean, I know what I want. Well, what is that? <laughs> Guys, you know, the first thing I said about ego? They're not willing to be honest. To be honest with you, I ain't gonna lie. I don't know what I want to Like, I've been screwed and fucked for so long, I don't know what I want
0: to be This is a little bit of time talking to you. It's been chaotic. I'm just asking
1: you just the basic stuff about you, who you are and what you want. And um, the st- where you told the story is, yeah. You can't make this shit up, people. Mm. To
0: let you know, I have completely
1: my life and made a 360. The 360 puts you right
0: back where you were, but I understand what you're saying. I paid, I paid a I found Lord and uh, I got a man that's got money now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You found the Lord? Yeah. Where'd you find a man? I didn't know he was lost. I didn't know where the Lord was. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is all inside of the last four months, right? Three months,
1: four months. Yeah. So I'm
0: changing in three or four months. You said you got a man that has money now. Yeah. I do. I just wanted to let you know. Also, I wear my bonnet in in public. I saw, I saw what you had to say about that. You know, I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, like,
1: you up. Hmm. At the same time, you what? Did you tell me shut up? No, no, no. I said, go ahead. You said, at the same time? At the same time, I just don't see what the issue of wearing a bond in the public is. Oh, right. I got married. And that was some clips from him right there. You know, how he's explaining things to women um, of how one lady thought she was a 9.8. And he said, no. I'm like, well, you know, that's how can you make me feel? How can you tell me how I feel about myself? If I feel like I'm a 9.8 or a 9.9, it's not your opinion, you know? <laughs>
0: right. It, 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 except except that they they went on this show, I'm assuming voluntarily, to subject themselves to that foolishness. And, and they knew, like at this point, like he's not surprising anybody, right? Right. Um, so the, the fact that folks keep going on the show and giving him oxygen, I think that is um, a problem too, right? I, I think I, for me... For for me, people like that need to be um isolated and ignored rather mm-hmm. than rather than celebrated and 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 uplifted and magnified. Um yeah, so again, I'm I'm I would be curious to know as, as as curious as I am about the social histories of the men who subscribe to these philosophies, I'm equally interested and fascinated by the, the women who uh number one would go on the show. To, um, to be demeaned in that way, and I'm really interested in seeing and hearing from the women who date the men who subscribe to these philosophies, because right? I have no I have no idea what what they're getting out of those relationships, um, because the the men themselves appear to be really really narcissistic. Mm-hmm. Um, um really self-centered um really ethnocentric right and a whole bunch of other des- undesirable traits that um that don't really line up well as it relates to the traits and qualities of, of healthy relationships because again because the the relationship is not about a relationship it's about their personal edification uh, and by definition there wouldn't be much room for, for another person, right? Much less one who sees themselves as someone who has dignity and work.
1: Right, right, right. I mean, but it's kind of like what we said before we started the show It's just like, like you said, if you see his phone number pop up on you, and as I stated, like, I'm not going on Maury for you to tell me that you might be pregnant by somebody else. You can right. tell me shit in my house. <laughs> like we don't have to go on national TV to make a fool of ourselves, or I'm going on more to say, you know, I've been dating your brother your sister. Like we don't have to do, we can calm all this down in the house. We Absolutely.
0: Don't,
1: we don't have to go on national TV to push the agenda for me to make a fool of myself on TV.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, and, and it is as sad and unfortunate as it is. Uh, there is a cottage industry that has been created where people are profiting off of our pain. Um, but, but again, to your point, we don't have to participate. We need not participate. Uh, but for whatever reason, I think somebody said early on in, in the chat or the comments, that just I did that everybody has a price. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's unfortunate that for so many of us, um, the people are willing to do that uh to the detriment of the the, the rest of the, the broader community i think that's that's um i find that really really unfortunate um i would be concerned about uh about the women who who go on there about like what type of like what type of challenges and, and obstacles are they wrestling with to where they they think it's okay for them to subject themselves to again see just like you said subject themselves to somebody else's uh perspective and opinion of them particularly around like physical appearance, because we already know um where they're going they're, they're going to go with the sort of eurocentric uh depiction of beauty and, and anything that deviates from that is going to be seen as inferior because that's that's just the that's just a vibe they their own you know what i mean so if you don't approximate whatever that is to them then um they aren't going to see any value anyway but it is the case that there there are other men out there who for whatever reason for right or for wrong for better or for worse would would see value in them from a physical standpoint if that's the priority but beyond that Uh, recognizing that people's personal appearance is uh, really more like a season. And and for all of us, that's going to come and go. And if what you're really looking for is lifelong partnership, uh, again, that lifelong partnership needs to be grounded in something much more sustainable than a person's physical appearance. So, um, but again, but that's if we're starting from a place where people are looking for a lifelong commitment and, that may or may not be the case in some of these situations. But again, I think that's that's useful information for people to know, right? Because if a person is preoccupied with the physical appearance, then that tells you everything you need to know about what their priorities are.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, and I think uh, before we get into I'll be damn, I think Sir Mix-A-Lot said it best when he quoted Cosmo says you're fat. I'm not down with that. When, right. he, <laughs> when he went against the whole oppressor's theme of what you should look like to be pretty
0: yeah shout out to the shout out to the seattle washington veterans Sir makes a lot who who was who was troublesome and problematic in his own ways but he was also a champion for the culture so
1: yes he he known that you you're not going to you don't i don't want him small i i like yeah, curves.
0: yeah. yeah. indeed
1: yeah i like curbs uh before we get to ib damn, this is coming from charleston south carolina again roll it brother for real Roll up. I'll be damned. He must have walked away from the computer. Edit. <laughs> hey, he must have walked away. Cause I me I got there you go. Good evening. It's now time for another episode of I'll Be Damn. So We're starting off today down in South Carolina. Actually, Charleston, to be exact. So I'm going out to dinner. Well, she says, Rod. So I'm going out to dinner with a guy that I've been talking to for a few weeks. The date started off kind of rocky because as we arrived to the restaurant, he walked right in front of me without even holding the door. Oh, hell no. Definitely not the gentleman that I expected. At that point, my blood began to boil because I do believe in chivalry, but I tried to give him the benefit of the doubt. So I waited outside of the restaurant for him to realize that he needed to come correct that huge mistake. He came outside and asked me why didn't come inside? And I informed him that it was because he did not hold the door open for me and that if he'd like for me to enter he would need to do so moving fast he obliged long story more boring we're at the restaurant finishing up dinner side note this was not a fancy restaurant it was a chain but hey food is food and my date pays the bill i asked our waiter for a doggy bag since i was going to finish the finish the meal my finish the meal tomorrow my date leans over to me and says great I can have that for my lunch tomorrow. What? But for look of concern and confusion, I asked him, what is he talking about? And he lets me know that he is indeed planning to take my leftovers with him to lunch the next day. I quickly informed him that there was no way in hell that he was taking my food with him because I was going to take it with me. Hello, it was my food. And he began to argue with me with me by saying, come on, you got that lamb, though. I'm sorry, but is there something in the dating handbook that states that certain items of food are transferable to another date Well, to another data? So this dude doesn't hold the door open for me and then wants to turn around and take my food. I laugh. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody comes between me and my food. I don't care if you paid or not. Moral of the story, don't be stupid. If you invite a lady to dinner, number one, open the door for her. Chivalry is not dead. And number two, stay the hell off her plate. Get your own goddamn food. Besides, that lamb was good as shit the next day. I be damned. So the fact is... He took that young lady out <laughs> didn't open the door and then try to take her leftovers <laughs> that's
0: that's wow that's yeah that's really wild um who who wants to eat somebody else's leftovers right like that's weird <clears throat> or strange and and cringe anyway right um right. no that she yeah she should have uh yeah she should have left probably me away like he had he had shown her a couple of red flags I think from the very jump um I I was telling you man I'm I've been married for 14 years man and I'm I'm super excited about it man because it's a mess out here nowadays man it's crazy out there it seems like (laughs) like it's the wild wild west for real you
1: wouldn't believe it yeah it is like the wild wild west (laughs) yeah
0: that's that is a whole mess
1: I couldn't Man. imagine. We have IB dams every week, and it's just, I think I got another one loaded up somewhere. Let me see if we can get another one before we get out of here. Uh, I think I got another one. I have to go all the way back to the beginning. No, I don't want to do that one. I think I got to go
0: all the way back to the beginning.
1: Because I think we just started this season, too. When you was on season one, you didn't see these.
0: No, yeah, this is this is new for me. Yeah, this is, this is new for me. So these, yeah. are, these are people writing in with their experiences.
1: Yeah, they basically text me or email me, and I just write it out so I can read it. And here we go. Here's one more, and we can break this one down. Hit it for me, uh, brother. For real, we we'll gonna do one more. Let the good doc break it down. What up? What up? What up, y'all? It's time for another episode of I Be Damned. I Be Damned. So, this story takes place in brooklyn new york this week and it goes like this i was swiping through plenty of fish pof and came across this dude let us call him ab aka ass blower it will make more sense towards the end of the story ab asked me if i'm down for the get down am i down for the get down and i said of course i am but since I do not want to end up disposed in a back alley or on TV1, fatal attraction, or snapped on oxygen, I asked him if we could meet up for a drink first. So we met at this bar in Brooklyn, and AB looked great. He checked all this dude did not look too crazy boxes. So we headed back to his apartment, remind you in Brooklyn, to get down with the get down. We got to his apartment and he whipped out a bottle of wine and said, we are gonna get drunk and do wild shit that we never done before. I'm secretly thinking, okay bro, just because you did anal once in your lifetime does not make you kinky, bro. Little did I know I was in for some wild shit that night. First ass blower whips out a plethora of toys. Oh shit, I lost the part in the story. He whipped out a he whips out a plethora of toys, including a double-sided dildo, vibrator, and an air pump. Yo. A fucking air pump. (laughs) Let's jump ahead about an hour. Now after some anal prep and fucking on his balcony, he whips out this air pump. It turns out this dude fetish is blowing air into asses and listening to it come out. He wanted to hear me blow a big ass fart. (laughs) Anyways, ass blower proceeded to pump air into my ass. And I legitimately thought I was going to blow away. There was so much air in me, I was farting, queefing, and burping something fierce what felt like days after. He continued to text me, but I could not get over the fact that he pulled out a Wilson's fucking air pump. (laughs) He thought my ass was a Spalding basketball. I blocked him and closed my plenty of fish account. I be damned. Ass blower.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, so so wait, but wait though. But the person participated though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. She so so she's so she said, was it a man or a woman? It was a I'm man with the, with the air pump.
1: <laughs> it was a woman.
0: Okay. That he, it was oh, a okay. woman. Okay. Okay. So, so, so I'm tripping off the fact <laughs> that he said an hour later, it was like, well, hold up, you ain't just leaving? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> like, you, <Yeah. laughs> listen, man, this, this is crazy. And, and again, like, like, so who, who wants to get close to somebody's ass? Like, what are, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like, that's man. Listen, man, the cats are crazy out here, man. It was, yes. was this a first? Was this a first date? Because you said she didn't even she she met him at the bar. She didn't even ride with him, right? She knew she met him on Plenty of Fish. P O F. Plenty of Fish. What is that? That's a what is that? That's like an app song?
1: That's a dating app. Yeah, it's a dating app. She met him on there, and they went but, out.
0: But but it sounds like they didn't have like a real relationship though, other than having met initially on the app though. Like this is not somebody she she had known for any extended period of time. It didn't because see, she seemed surprised that he pulled out the the air pump, right? And. And, and, and again, I mean, now I may be thinking about this too much, but like, so like, I know my way around an air pump from, like you said, inflating basketballs and bike time. <laughs> like that joint comes with a needle, right? Like it's a whole needle. Yeah. You What's the deal? Like you put, you took the needle in the ass? Oh, wow. Like that's crazy. That's dangerous as hell. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, well, that's happened? That's a lot of trust. That's a lot of <laughs> trust. You know what I mean? Like, like you just going to bend over and let somebody stick a needle in your ass and you don't even know. Him. Oh, and after and this is after down the bottle of wine, by the way. Right. So, yeah, right. You, right. You, you remember you remember the game operation? Do you remember that joint? Yes,
1: I remember operation. You hit the size and it go off if you couldn't get Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah, so you this dude got a needle to your ass after a bottle of wine. Like you're gonna end up on a a, a, a Mattel game somewhere. You're gonna end up on a, a gurney. Like what are you? <laughs> I'm going upstairs and I'm hugging my wife, man. Like y'all can have this. Ain't nothing out here for me. Hold oh, no, on,
1: hold on. I got one more for you. They they said I got ten five minutes. I got one more for you. <laughs> you got something to top that? I have to really look through them to tell you what can top it. Roll it. (laughs) I got a bunch of them. Good evening. Welcome to I'll Be Damn. But this week we kind of switched it up, you know, and now. We got to remove that one because that one was about uh, domestic violence. Somebody wrote in. We had a domestic violence show and she talked about domestic violence on that one. I remember that one, clear as day. That was domestic violence. I think this is good right here, brother, For roll it. Welcome back to another episode of I Be Damn. I be damn. So today we got this young lady calling all the way, coming from the West Coast, Los Angeles to be exact. So she stated, I met a man on OKCupid, Cupid, dating app, okay. She said he was 36 years old, a 92% match, ESTP. And what that means in the dating app world is extroverted, observant, thinking, and prospecting, their personality traits. So anyway, he was ESTP, drama-free, looking to find someone intelligent, down to earth, and can keep up with his depraved sense of humor. He went on to say that he was at a tech startup company and on the weekends, he was on the quest to find new and fun activities. He had a gorgeous dog and he didn't eat kale. Oh, and he was really good at treating you like a princess. We instantly connected texts insanely and became snapchat friends we had plans for monday and it couldn't come soon enough but since i always googled my dates first i did a quick search and i found them and this is what she said he was a wig when bank robber finally caught Mm -hmm. there was all his glory this uber cute guy had a date with had a date with me in two days had alleged robbed the bank less than a year ago. I then found his wedding website declaring he was supposed to be married in October of 2015, but he was arrested the day before. He went to jail until February of 2016 and his return to social media showed he was happy to be back with his dog. When I asked for more details, he admitted that his fiance left him, left him and he had come clean about robbing the bank and he was just trying to live a normal life before his trial. When I snapchatted his own headline to him with WTF on it, his first question was, how did you find my last name? I told him he didn't need to worry about that. His second question to me was, so I guess our date is off. And she said, yes, the fuck it is off. I be damned. See you next week, man. Bank robbers and all type of shit this week. I'll see y'all next week. I be damned, man. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Bank robbers. Yeah. Oh, this might say girl create
1: an account hey beautiful do you have any pics of your feet please I close my account immediately oh this must be a pof story <laughs> but yeah that, that's what happened she was going out with a date on her but then he robbed the bank <laughs> two days before I, yeah
0: it, so rare, rare is the occasion where I'm speechless but <laughs> so so I'm thinking back to like like the craziest thing that ever happened to me from a dating standpoint. I remember I remember meeting and this was man, this was like 1998. You know what I mean? Like I was a sophomore in college. I remember meeting this girl. This was back when like cell phones. I didn't, I didn't have a cell phone. I had a beep I had a pager. You know what I mean? Hey, this was the end
1: of the era. Pages and cell phones. With cell phones was yeah, the way.
0: yeah. It was yeah. So so I remember I pulled up at the light. And I looked to my right and there was a girl driving a car. And she was cute. And it was her and her friend. And, you know, you could feel people looking at you. And so I looked over it. So she was flagging me down. And so like a fool, like I, I pulled over, complete strangers. This, this is where the store started going left anyway. So I pulled over and we talked in the service merchandise parking lot. Service merchandise was like an electronics and jewelry store, like a sort of chain department store type situation. We talked to the service merchandise service merchandise parking lot. So I gave him my beeper number and I told her, I said, uh, you know, holler at me sometime. Right, i would be damned, like 10 minutes later. I mean, i never forget this. It was December 22, 1998, because I was going to the mall to get my mama a Christmas present, three days before Christmas. I said, give me a call. I said, holler at me sometimes, what I told her. Not even five minutes later, my beeper started going off with a number that I didn't recognize. And like a fool second mistake i dialed the number back it was her and i was like oh shit like this and i remember thinking to myself, i said this shit crazy like i said call me sometime like i ain't mean like 10 minutes from now you know what i mean right so so she was like hey like you want to go to the movies and i was like "Ah," uh, like a fool i said yeah so she's like will you so i said what you want to see she was like i don't know um the what's the what's the uh psycho with norman bates that joint had they had just did a reboot of that you know what i mean so she was like let's go see the psycho joint that should have been the third red flag but again like i don't know what i was i was tripping but i was okay yeah why not so anyway so long short a little bit shorter so we go see psycho i had just got off work when i first were going to the mall so i was tired i had to get up and go to work because i worked like five in the morning at two o'clock i worked in the produce department of a grocery store i had to be there like early to throw the set the ice up and all that kind of stuff or whatever so anyway, um i ended up falling asleep in the movie so i wake up and the chick is like looking dead at me i'm like oh shit like you know what i mean like it started <laughs> me when it started when 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 i uh when i saw like she was breathing like, i got like that's probably what woke me up like her breath was just like leaning on me <laughs> so man the movie is over i'm so glad to just be able to go home like man let me get out of here like this was stupid i'll never do this again so okay so so she had told me to meet her back in the service merchandise parking lot and what she was saying she she was framing it like like a safety sort of a thing just like you were saying the lady was saying that you know rather i'll meet you at the bar so she was saying she'll drive so that that way she'll know i'm like okay cool whatever so i'm saying that to say i had to drive back to the service merchandise parking lot in her car so i can get to my car well we get out to the car and she was like, oh, damn, I think I locked my keys in the car. I'm like, man, God damn. Oh, no. So then, so she had to call her cousin. Her cousin comes to pick her up so she can go back to her house to get her spare keys. Right. We go back to her house to get the spare keys. Man, her whole family is in that joint. Mm. And she introducing wow. me. Yeah, she introduced me to her mama, her aunties. I'm like, what the hell? Like, this is crazy. So, and they land like, oh, this is, this is what you was telling us about. I'm like, whoa. And so she give, she giving me the elbow joint, like, you know, just like roll with it, just like play along. You know what I mean? Right. And so like, I didn't want to blow up a spot that like that. So I played along with it or whatever. So then we got back and come like, hey, cool. This is finally over with. So we headed back to Surf Merchandise parking lot so I can get in my car and I can go home and I can just like throw my whole beeper away. You know what I mean? <laughs> So then her and her cousin got to arguing. You know what I mean? And so then the cousin said something to her and like she just snapped. And she was like, You ain't gonna you ain't gonna just show me up in front of my new boyfriend because like I really like him and we got a good thing going. I'm like, oh shit, like we literally just met, like not even like not even three hours ago. So I was wow. like, whoa. So I was like, Whoa, whoa, like what do you mean like your boyfriend? So then she started snapping on me. She was <laughs> on some home some. Like, what's wrong with you? Why are you acting funny? Well, like, no, 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 I'm just trying to figure out like what the deal is or whatever. So anyway, so, so she's snapping at me, snapping at her cousin, not paying attention to what she's doing. Boom. Slams right into the back of a Chevrolet blazer. Oh shit. I know. So I said, damn. So she get mad at me. On some like, what do you mean? Damn. I said, what do you mean? What do I mean? Damn. You done ran to the back of these folks car. So on and so forth. She was like, well, fuck it. So she pushed the car in reverse. Put it back and drive dips around leave the scene the dude is outside like what is the deal like you just told the back of my truck so i'm like man we are here to commit a whole fucking felony you know what i mean right, right. so so anyway finally get back to the car like like i ain't even waiting for the car to stop like we may be doing like six seven miles an hour i just jumped out that joint you know what i mean like got in my car went home like i'm thankful to have made it through I promise you. I tell you you no lie. If I'm lying, I'm flying. Mm. The next next day, the next day, I'm getting in my car, coming home from work. I pull in. She in my driveway talking to my sister. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? How do you even know where I live? Wow. Crazy i'm like man
1: you'll find out how she felt figured how you where you lived at
0: no so i uh, so if i'm ashamed to say this but this is the guy's not the truth you know what i did right what you did so again i was a sophomore. i was able to do in my in my orientation class and he was kind of a lame and kind of a square i put him on <laughs>
1: <laughs> see this is what happens see, this is, you, you can't trust people that went to alabama state man <laughs> yes.
0: so listen if Lloyd, if Lloyd from, from, from Birmingham, if you out there, my bad, man. I, but yeah, I, 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 set up, I set up with the dude for my orientation class. He's, he, yeah. I was like, listen, what's the first law of nature? Self-preservation. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like, nah. That's right. So, so I, I, um, I arranged for her and Lloyd to go out. You know what I mean? So, I, and I don't know what happened after that. I, all I know is she did. She, she went in my driveway in the mall. So. Is Lloyd still living? I don't know if Lloyd is out there, because if this H- H- HBCU singles, you know what I mean? He If Lloyd is out there, if you, if, if anybody that knows Lloyd, my apologies, man, my bad. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a whole confession right there. I, I don't think I've told anybody that story my whole life, so now I'm on I'll be damned. <laughs> <laughs> felonious,
1: hashtag felonious first date somebody put on there.
0: Yeah, Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, we gotta find Lloyd to see if Lloyd is still living. Lloyd might have married
0: her. Either he married her or she chopped him up and put him in a basement somewhere. I know one of the two. <laughs> so better just, better, better him than me, though.
1: I, I feel yeah. you, you know, that's hey, that's Newton's law, survival of the fittest. <laughs> so she didn't she was just from Birmingham. I mean, she was just from the from the neighborhood. I mean from the from your city, she didn't go to ASU.
0: No, see, I'm from I'm from I'm from Montgomery, right there, because I'm from like right there where State is. You know what I mean? Lloyd yeah. was just a dude in the class who was just he just sat behind me, like I ain't even really know him. You just you didn't so, even know. Him. <laughs> nah, nah, I was so that, that that's the reason why I ain't feel bad. But I was like I was like, I was like oh, Lord, like I got somebody for you, man. Like I could tell he didn't get much action on the yard. You know what I mean? So it was yeah. Somebody said you know Lloyd. I I don't I, I I that's what I'm saying I didn't I didn't even know him well enough to know his last name. But all <laughs> I know his last name was Birmingham. I just knew he was Lloyd from Birmingham. You know what i mean? I don't
1: know. <laughs> Lloyd from Birmingham that went to ASU. If you're watching, please email us. We yeah. didn't know if he's still
0: living. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Or if you or if you see him, blink twice. If you, <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So um, we get ready to get out of here. What work
1: you got coming up? So if anybody wanted to check your work out, you can drop um, Dr. Perry's information in the actual chat, uh, Brother For Real. But what you got, what you working on now, Dr. Perry?
0: Yeah. So it's it's interesting. We're having this discussion. You know, again, my my research mostly revolves around fathers, families and and relationships. And so our new project, as a matter of fact, it really just started. We were getting ready to launch. We got a, um, a healthy relationship project for 16 to 24 year olds. And so all of the stuff that we were talking about today, we're having discussion and conversations with with young folks so they can equip themselves with the knowledge, the skills, the information to be able to have healthy, communicative relationships that are mutually beneficial, uh, grounded in the spirit of cooperation as opposed to competition so that hopefully we can impart upon this next generation the skills and tools that they need so they not end up on the back end of a Kevin Samuels, Manosphere whatever that foolishness is so yeah so that's what we're working on now the project is called empower you and so if you do uh uh if you follow us on on if you follow me on either instagram or, or facebook or whatever the case you can keep track of what it is that we got going on empower you at the university of louisville is what, is what the uh the project is called 16 to 24 year olds healthy relationships sexual health and career exploration
1: okay well uh, thank you for coming again for the third time. I'm pretty sure you'll be back for a fourth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just let me know when. I'm glad to do it. And and uh, I'll have to, and again, we, we with the new project, I'll be on the I'll be on the lookout for some new I'll be damn content. And if y'all see Lord before I do, man, like on, on the real, like I'm I'm a I'm a better and more evolved person than I was back then. So send Lord my sincerest apologies, <laughs> man. My bad on that, Lord.
1: Oh man. Yeah, I mean, we always got to be damn every week. So next week we will be back nine o'clock, and I have uh, Jessica. I forgot her last name, and she'll be coming to talk to us about dating with HIV. She's a um, HIV person, and she is one of those. She's a ambassador of it. And she wants to come talk about it next week. People dating with HIV next week at nine o'clock. Yeah. So, whatever. In that, thank you again, Doctor Perry, for coming. Um, for all out there in TV land, uh, make sure you hit up Pressure Toys to get that that throat that that throatmaster one thousand. She emailed me earlier about that. We had <laughs> it's a long story, Doctor.
0: I, I, I was I was trying to I was trying to keep my face straight. I, <laughs> yeah, we had
1: a, a toy seller on here a couple of weeks, and she showed up. Two weeks ago with the throat goat, throat goat <laughs> one thousand. <000.
0: laughs> is, is that like a? Is that like the, the Atari two thousand six hundred or something? Like what is like? I, I maybe I don't want to know. Never mind. Never mind. I'm good. I'm good.
1: we yeah, we'll see you next week with Jessica talking about dating with HIV. Thank you again for coming. See y'all next week.
0: Take care, y'all. I appreciate you, Rod.